And we are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on Monday, February 28th, the last day of February, uh, which is pretty good time. I mean, not a leap year this year, right? When's the next leap year, Sam? Do you have any idea? 24, I think. I think it's... Uh, oh, was there a leap yeah. year last year? 2020 was. Okay. Of course, 2020 was a leap year. 2020 had it Got to get an extra day in that fabulous <laughs> yeah. year. Well, the of leap course. day actually was before shit hit the fan. So yeah, things were going swimmingly at that point. Leap your cursed. Leap your cursed. It. Uh, we'll put it that way. But uh, no, yeah. Recording the day after the Celtics got pounded by the Pacers, just squeaked out a win against the Pistons the day before that. Um, see a lot of people on the timeline starting to freak out a little bit. I'm not too concerned. I'm not too worried. Obviously, it's not ideal to go wire to wire uh, close game with the Pistons and then lose to the Pacers. But the Pacers, as bad as they are, they've got a better rounded team now. And that's not an excuse. The Celtics are a better team than the Pacers. That's not what I'm saying, but they came to play. They made a lot of shots. They don't usually make. Uh, and the Celtics were very clearly tired. They just weren't putting in the same effort, the same hustle. And so those games happen on a back-to-back. They can't happen down the stretch, but I'd rather them lose this type of game now than in the depths of, you know, March and April, in my opinion, but yeah, tough game, just a tough one. Yeah. If, if you're going to drop a game, I mean, listen, it sucks in the context. I'm really all in on the standings climb. It's a lot of fun for me. I'm enjoying watching yeah. <laughs> other team scores and getting a little nice little dopamine hits when the Celtics move up and they start to look more like the team that I felt like they should be this season. And they had me doubting for the first half, but they mm-hmm. look really good lately. Yeah, That game yesterday, this is Monday, that game yesterday, they – just didn't have it. I mean, it happens. It's just, it's just one yeah. of those days. And I am captain overreact. I'm, I'm, I don't <laughs> think I'm captain. The season's over, but I'm captain salty after a loss for sure. I know. I, get pissed. I, I was very curious to see what the mood would be on this podcast, but I'm glad this is the direction it's going. <laughs> well, I mean, even if I was pissed, Jack, like I wouldn't, I mean, I am pissed. I lost, especially like I said, all things considered the standings and, you know, tonight's a really good slate. As far as the standings you've got, Toronto, Brooklyn, you've got Miami, uh, Chicago, Milwaukee's in action against Charlotte. Charlotte. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different games where one team the Celtics need to lose is going to lose. And that's fantastic. It just would be more fun had they won yesterday, then you'd have some real opportunity for a shakeup. But it really was. I mean, I watched the first half through and through, and I. Saw bits and pieces of the second half. I was at basketball myself, so I didn't get to watch the whole thing. It was one of those games where nothing was really going their way. I will say they were lazy in the first half. There was a lot of threes that were shot. Yeah. Tatum melt against that damn zone. But Indiana was really hitting everything. I mean, Halliburton hit a prayer from half court. I'm pretty sure another one happened when I was not watching. Buddy 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 Hield had one. Yeah. Yeah. That is just – it's one of those days. Mm-hmm. That guy O'Shea Brissett, who I didn't even know who he was before the game, had 27 points. I mean – He's good. He's not that good. <laughs> yeah. So what I saw Greeny tweeted 32% from three for the year. He had made three straight at the point of that tweet. Like yeah, three straight meaning back-to-back-to-back possessions, not just he yeah, happened yeah, to yeah. make three of his shots in a row. Three possessions in a row he comes down and makes a three. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean – some days you are just going to be 
what is it? The fly versus the windshield wiper, and you're the fly. That's just what yep. it was. And it doesn't mean they're any worse. You can complain about the Pistons game if you really want to, but I liked the Pistons game. I thought it was a nice uh, parallel to the game they had before the break, right? They lost at home. Yep. They were in Detroit. Not that that really matters, but they were in a dogfight the whole time. The Pistons played them tough, which, I mean, you have to credit the Pistons. They played hard. It's not. And I didn't even feel like the Celtics played bad. Do you? Yeah. No, I thought they played fine. My thing is the Pistons are a bad team, but they are low-key rolling right now they're kind of playing the best well they beat the cleveland all season it's not saying much and they beat the hornets last night uh, as we're recording this kelly olenek in a game well, kelly yes yeah um the hornets had no business being in that game though i watched most of it the, the pistons were should have dominated them but the pistons were them. the pistons and hornets had some chop but no yeah the pistons have been playing well they're playing hard they're not an easy team to face in the sense that they'll they'll beat you down right as a stewards physical um you got guys down there like uh you know, Corey Joseph's not afraid to scrap. And then, I mean, the Pacers, Goga Batazde ran over Jalen Brown. He wasn't that I did not see. This, this is the thing I saw all the tweets about, though. Like, I guess Jalen got a tech, and he then did. the refs said they were wrong after the game. Now, yes, what happened? after the game. So, Jalen was in the post guarding Batazde, uh, and Batazde kind of shuffled back and clobbered Jason like not like front to front but he he kind of backed him down and Jalen fell over probably should have been an offensive foul but nothing was called Jalen got up shoved Batazzi in the back got a tech for that no call it was a jump ball um and then after the game apparently Jalen said yeah the refs told me they missed it sorry um which I mean it is what it is like refs are human like it sucks when they miss calls as quote-unquote important is that um they missed a call and Jalen said, you know, you can't let stuff like that go. That's how a game spirals, which yeah. Um, but the refs in particular weren't amazing in that game. I mean, Marcus and Yudoka got texts in the fourth quarter too. Um, it is what it is. I mean, refs are human. That was a big missed call. Uh, yeah. How close did they cut it in the fourth? Um, what was the closest they got? Cause I know when I, I was driving. So like I saw they were down 17 and then I, just my friends were in the car. He said, that's enough of that. I know they got it to 11 at one point. I don't know. It was definitely at least at, it was at eight. I remember like looking on Twitter and people were saying it was to eight, but I don't know if I saw anything closer than that. Okay. Let me, let me take a look. Fourth quarter. Um, it was at nine towards the start of the fourth quarter, 11. It got down to that's nine still. I think it got down to seven. <laughs> Excuse me. At oh. one point. Yeah. It got down to seven with eight minutes left in the fourth. Yeah. It sucks. Um, so there's that. And then, yeah, then the, the Pistons, I mean, sorry, the Pacers just ran away with it at that point. And they they um, gave it a good effort. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not necessarily what you want to hear. And oh, uh, well, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Jalen hit a three, cut it to seven, then healed, matched the three. They stole the ball on Boston's inbound, got a layup, and that went right back up to twelve. And oh that, that my was God. ugly. <clears throat> yeah, that that was that would. I'm so happy. I, th- if there was any game for me not to be able to really watch like <laughs> intently, like this sounds like it was the one. And I'm it, I'm it was sorry if you're listening and you're not getting the genuine reaction you might have hoped for from me being angry. But I'm so happy I didn't have to put. I mean, I was angry watching the first half. If, if you want, yeah. if that's any consolation, I did not like watching uh, O'Shea Brissett make three threes in a and row, then, watching Halliburton not miss and hit the one from half court. And then immediately that after stuff. that, I'm pretty sure it was immediately after that, Pritchard missed a three, rimmed out. Mm. Rob got the rebound. 
Tatum missed a three, rimmed out. Pritchard got the rebound. Smart missed a three, rimmed out. It it was just could not like nothing was falling. There was a there was a cap on the rim. Like you said, it was just one of those nights, and those nights happen. Side note, because I know I talked it up a lot before the game. Tyrese Halliburton's really good. Tyrese, oh, he's a good really, player. Really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Kings lost that deal, dog. I, I, I don't know how to. <laughs> I mean, I know you like Sabonis. I don't. I like partic- Sabonis. I, I don't dislike Sabonis. I just don't think he's worth the price that they're going to ask, which they obviously got because Halliburton rules. Heald's a solid mm-hmm. player. Like Halliburton is a very good player. Like he's make no mistake, at the very least, yeah. He's a good player, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out, I mean, credit the Pacers. They played well. They made their shots. It is what it is. Uh, Jalen Smith looked pretty good, too. Another guy. You, that, you was, that was my go uh, give him Schroeder. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they, yeah, they in the grand scheme of things, moving on, you mentioned you were looking at the standings. Celtics are still two games up on the Raptors. Well, I'm not going to say that's good. a comfortable lead, but that's not. That, that's not probably the most important thing, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the idea of them like getting up into like home court, uh, you know, top three or whatever. I just like that. I think it looks good. I think I personally think that's where they kind of belong, not with the first half of the season, but I just feel like the East team's is capable of that too. East no, it is, is. absolutely is. Yeah. But it's more important that they're not in the play and just don't want to put up with that. Yes, they are two games up on the Raptors, three games up on the Nets, only one game behind the Bucks for fifth. So if the Bucks do fall to the Hornets tonight, that would help out the Celtics a little. Uh, they're one and a half games behind the Cavs in fourth, and then they're two and a half behind the Sixers, four games behind the Bulls, and then five games behind the Heat. I think one and two seeds riding on the line of out of out of reach at this point. Only fifteen games left or so in the season, maybe you know seventeen yeah. games, but. It'd I mean, be they very do play tough those for them to get to the high. top again, but I mean, it goes both ways. It's not like you're guaranteed to win mm-hmm. or at the top for a reason. Yes. So then let me ask you this. It's getting to the point in the season where we can start looking at playoff seeding a little bit in terms of matchups and who you want to play. Um, and it's not a fun conversation because everything can shake up. In oh, yeah, it days, is. So it's tough. <laughs> but if you're looking at the way the standings are currently, you know, drawn out or sitting at, who would you most want to face in the playoffs and who do you want to avoid in the playoffs at all costs? Okay. So I guess with the standings now, it doesn't look like they're going to fall into the play-in and it does not look like Brooklyn is going to be a team that they will play, but Brooklyn is Mm -hmm. my number one answer. I don't want to play them. KD is supposed to come back. It's just KD. It's just KD. I just don't want to play Kevin Durant. Yeah. I don't like playing KD. It's no fun. He's by the way, we'll be back Sunday. I'm pretty sure for that game at the garden, of course. So that's love no to fun. see it. I, I I mean, yeah, from a Celtics perspective, I don't want him to be hurt though. I like when. Oh no no no! I don't want him to be hurt. But I, I know I know I know. I'm against. just saying. Of course, of course, of course. Um, but okay, so yeah. Brooklyn's definitely a team I would not want them to play in the first round. I I wouldn't want to play Milwaukee or Philadelphia either. I don't know about Philadelphia mm-hmm. yet. I'm still not so. It's, I certainly wouldn't want to watch them play Philadelphia. It's just the free throws. Yeah. It's just they're going to get to the line. I mean, that's it is what it is. I mean, I watched the large majority of that Knicks uh, Sixers game, and the Celtics are obviously a better defensive team than the Knicks, so you have to imagine they'd be able to contain it a little better. But we're talking – they Embiid took 27 free throws against the Knicks, so he'll get it. Yeah, it's not okay. 15. They need to do something about that. That dude, he's well, massive, he's a unit, and he falls down more than anybody in the league. I will say – And I like Embiid. But he falls down at nothing. Mm-hmm. He draws fouls, and I, you hear announcers say it all the time. 
drawing fouls is a skill, which at this point it is. And until they change the NBA changes the rules, you can't really blame players for doing that. Right. Cause like, obviously they're going to get to line. Like, like that's just smart. Um, the Knicks are playing very physical. The Knicks are also just not a very good defensive team. Like they were throwing not Mitchell Robinson in, in general. They, they threw Mitchell Robinson and Jericho Sims at him. So, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just. Game was close for most of it, actually. Yeah. They played him pretty RJ, tough. RJ Barrett is the key to that city. They need to Good just, for him. They hand it to him. They, they, he just needs to be the guy there because they're a mess. Um, Thibodeau needs to play the young guys and just let RJ bear work. He's play, in his last two games, he's averaging 16 free throws a night himself. So he, <laughs> he needs well, the keys. Nip that in the bud. <laughs> he needs the keys. My dream matchup in the playoffs would probably be if the Celtics can climb up to four and Cavs fall to five. Oh yeah. That's ideal. Cavs. That'd be, that'd be, his oh, dream. Yeah. and Cavs are a good team. It wouldn't be an easy series, but it would be probably the easiest out of the ones out of get. all the teams you could play. They're the worst. Yeah. Yeah, maybe depends on how healthy the Bulls they're, are. They're the worst out of the six, including the Celtics. It depends on it depends on how healthy the Bulls are. I would argue because if they don't have Lonzo okay, Caruso fair. back by that point, that's fair. I think you can make the argument, but I, I assume they would be healthy because they're still like I do two too. months before the playoffs. I do too, but that, that's I a don't... fair point. But I think they are far and away the worst out of the six. They just don't have the experience, really. Now, the real ideal playoff thing if the celtics can somehow climb to three the yeah Cavs fall to six the bulls stay at two that way you don't have to play miami again it's very yeah, you avoid miami philadelphia and milwaukee imagine that uh, you're absolutely the right that that is the dream <laughs> but that that again dream. is why i'm like yeah it's really important they keep winning these games like that's it why is. it stings even more because you have to get yourself to three and unlike four and five Three is further away than those two. You're not within like a game, game and a half. You're two and a half games. You need to put in the work. I will say, if the Sixers managed to leapfrog the Bulls, though, I wouldn't mind the Celtics staying at six to play the Bulls. I wouldn't hate that either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a matter of where the Sixers get to. I don't want any I, part I think of the Miami. Bulls are beatable. I think Cleveland's beatable. I think Miami might be beatable only because I want I mean, no part it, of Miami. You need I want no part of Miami. I personally would want to see more of a sample size first. Like ask me at the end of the season after they've played the next match. They have one game left against Miami, right? Yeah. They've been to the garden already. So they only have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see this last game. I want to see Miami actually at full strength. They beat them at really full strength the first time down in Miami, but then they came to the garden with nobody playing for them. So mm-hmm. I want to see again, the Celtics take them on at full strength. See what you got there. Miami you know is no joke, but if it's yeah. one of those things where the Celtics play him well, then that's fine. What's crazy to me, I think I tweeted this out the other day. One through eight in the East, obviously there's varying levels of like realistic, you know, possibility, but like one through eight are all good enough to come out of the East. I'm not like there's varying degrees of yeah. possibility, but one through eight are all good enough to come like come Who's out of seven? the East. You Toronto. Cannot, Toronto. Uh, I don't Brooklyn. know if Toronto's good enough. I, no, I'm is. saying varying varying levels of possibility, right? Like, if, if you look at the chart, Cleveland and Toronto are probably lower on that tier. Like, they're probably not going to. But if if you told me Toronto is going to go on a run, they get to play the Cavs, then they, you know, go to war with That's the Bulls. Fair. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, there's a pathway for every I st- team. I like, don't know. <laughs> I don't buy that. Toronto's top I, I three. I think Brooklyn can as, as a low seed. Toronto yeah. is... 
top three teams I don't want the Celtics to play in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. I'm I want no part of Toronto. Well, that's I another one where I I want to see the next game. I mean, they Celtics are up two to one. I think Celtics won in, up in Toronto, right? When they went I up think to so. Toronto, I think they beat them. Yeah, I think they've beat Toronto twice outside of that first home game. Yeah, game well, I was there. Of the year. My thing, the Heat, the Nets. The Sixers in Toronto scare me the most. I know that's like half the conference. Um, the Bucks don't scare me as much because the Celtics play them so well. Yeah, the Cavs and the Bulls are like meh. Curious to see how they play the new look Philadelphia 76ers, which we won't get to see. Yeah, until a playoff series um, happens. What would be the most entertaining series for you? Probably like, Milwaukee. Realistically. Okay, it, it wouldn't be yeah. Philly because they'd be shooting a bunch of free throws. Like I, I don't, fair. I don't have any interest in that, and I also don't like that. Makes me uneasy because if they're getting to the free throw line, it's going to be easier for them to score in the fourth quarter. There's going to be guys in foul trouble, and yeah. again, like free throws are literally going to be free points for them on the stretch. It's not going to be fun. Let me ask you this: Is there any chance Toronto and/or Brooklyn gets knocked out in the play-in? In your opinion, well. Because it's one game, it's it's one and done, so that's really dangerous. I I'll say yes, and I mean that's because Brooklyn has to play Toronto. One <laughs> one of them's going to play that first game, so then they'll really have their backs up against the wall. The that's game. true. I didn't somebody's going to about lose. it that way. So that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I think they'll lose. I don't think Charlotte's any kind of joke, and obviously you can't really play around with Atlanta. I mean Atlanta's given the Celtics hell this year too. So my thing is. And obviously, this would be stupidly risky. If the Nets like fall to nine, then they theoretically don't have to play Toronto, right? I'm, you know, well, they wouldn't, but they'd be in the same spot. Like, you're bet if you're the Nets, you're better off being at eight because you get two chances to win instead of just one. Yeah. So, like yeah, you're saying, right. like they would fall to nine to avoid playing Toronto. But and if then if Toronto nine, loses, they'd still have to play Toronto. Well, not even that. If they're at nine, then they're be- like they're in the same spot that they would be if yeah. they lost to Toronto. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, that seven seed, oh, the East is just so t- tough. It's so tough this year, man. It it's, is tough. It's, it's wild. It's wild. I'm glad the Celtics are not like a powerhouse. <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. I'm glad they are not <laughs> as sitting at the top. I think in the middle is the sweet spot right now because if they were sitting at the top, they'd be at Brooklyn risk to play Toronto. Brooklyn in the first round. Brooklyn or Toronto, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in not middle, overly concerned with Toronto in the first round. I know you are. I like yeah, I said, I I'll see. Toronto. Let's see when they play again. But as of right now, I mean, the Celtics have taken care of business the last two meetings. Like they've got blown out at home in the first one. Whatever. Obviously not ideal. Well, because you make a good point. Because realistically speaking. At worst case, it's Sixers or Bucks. Best case, it's Bulls or Cavs for the Celtics in the middle. So I guess you're right. Yeah. It makes a ton of sense. Um, and out of those teams, if I'm ranking them, I'd least want to play Philly. I don't want to play Philly. Agree. Next up, I would probably least want to play the Bucks and then the Bulls and then yeah. the Cavs. Although, again, based on we, we got the same ranks on those. But it's yeah. really like Philly and then yeah. way down Milwaukee's and then Milwaukee and then a little bit and then the other two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DeRozan's no joke, though. I know, you know, no, he's absolutely whatever, not. No DeRozan's joke. going to be a killer, too. Good player. I, I'm, and good the down Cavs, the stretch, which hurts. It yeah. is important for the playoffs. The, the Cavs could pull something out. 
I'm not saying they could beat the Celtics. I think the Celtics could beat them, but the experience I think is just going to be too much for the Cavs. This will be a good, you know, building year for them. Um, I think in a few years, the Cavs are probably going to be one of the best teams in the Eastern conference. Again, like one or two, I really think they're going to be competing for a championship. Um, but this year they don't, they don't have the playoff experience. Like realistically speaking, this is rookie year, Evan Mobley, and he's already in consideration for a defensive team. Imagine, third and fourth year Evan Mo- he's going to be like dumb good he's going to be right Darius Garland Jared Allen and Evan Mobley is going to be top five big threes in the league in a couple of years and you're going to well that'll be interesting because you're going to see double bigs return mm-hmm. like that's legit that's it's a very legit big guys that are going to be playing mm-hmm. next to each other and probably I mean it, as of now it's effective it's very similar to Boston's double bigs except they're probably more versatile than Al is because you know, you, you compare at this Robert point, Williams. Al, yeah. Yeah. I would compare Rob to Evan Mobley, although Evan Mobley's probably better than Rob. I would go I mean, on out of that. You're comparing those two. Rob. See, I think you would compare Rob to Jared Allen because their games are similar. And then Horford and I, Mobley I, are the more versatile of the two. I don't think so because I think I see Mobley as the more free safety kind of defender as okay. Rob plays, you know, yeah, man. that's fair. But, yeah, I mean and you can Horford compare either. Has the big man assignment. You're right. Yeah, and you're Horford, right. and as much as it sucks to think about, Horford gets smoked by either of them, in my opinion. I, I like he's just not gonna be the better. You know, he's not better than Allen. He's not better than Mobley. At this point. Well, Allen's an all star, and Mobley's probably rookie <laughs> of the year. So. Yeah. no joke that's a debate too the debate who are the other let's see so it's mobley Cade, scott and, and josh scott Cade. i think scotty's the only other one that should get considered out of some people three. are saying Cade because of counting stats i don't then, i don't well you know me i don't care for well, that i think that's the, the thing Cavs i agree are with playing you. amazing basketball in part thanks to mobley but and that's the never Raptors been a thing are, with rookie of the year you know what i'm saying not, like that's very when, rarely a thing it's not because it's usually never the chance to be a thing. Those guys are usually drafted to poor okay. situations. That's fair. Toronto I think has it is Scotty Mobley. Barnes, who has been a piece for them, and Mobley, who was drafted to a bad situation, right? Like, the Cavs were not good last year. Yeah. And that team is all of a sudden. I agree good. with you. I agree with you. I think Mobley is the rookie of the year. I'm just presenting the argument. Um, briefly looking out west, since we already talked about the Eastern Conference playoffs a little, um, I don't think, you know, we talked about how one through eight could – potentially come out of the east if like things go their way it's not like that in the western conference in the slightest i think realistically oh, I'm speaking, happy about that i think realistically speaking there are still four to five teams that could potentially come out obviously it's very unlikely for some of them but i think the suns obviously have the best chance to come out of the west the warriors still could uh, their chances are shrinking in my opinion by the day they've been up and down a little bit the grizzlies have a chance but they're still young I don't think the Jazz have a chance. I'm very out on the Jazz. They're, uh, I you remember my preseason predictions? I had them fifth. I'm out on the Jazz. I don't think they're good. I they're, they don't mean anything. I think the Mavericks and the Nuggets both have potential to make a run too. Um, well, the Nuggets. Did you see that? Are, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Jamal Murray could be back in April. Jamal uh, Michael Porter Jr. could be back in March. If they get those two guys back, man. <laughs> Celtics Watch better get out, out there and play the them before dudes start coming back. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, they they haven't I, been to Denver yet, have they? Um, no, no I think they I don't think so. Uh, I swear, I don't think so. They played. Not. Let's see, they played Utah. No, they played Denver they the twentieth, March twentieth. Okay, well, they better March get 20th. get themselves out there. <laughs> I think Porter Jr. will be back then, but I don't think Jamal Murray will be. 
Um, but yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how the Nuggets play. I think they're, they're a team to watch. The Mavericks are scary now, too, low key. They're uh, 19 and 7 in their last however many games oh that is in 2022. Get to see them in a couple do, of weeks. Do you know what it is? Um, Dinwiddie and Bertans, right? Stunk. They were they were bad, right? Straight up bad. Dinwiddie shooting forty six percent from three since joining Dallas. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and Bertans, listen to this. Listen to the stat I found. He's playing seventeen minutes a game in the last six games, and he's shooting seven threes a night in seventeen minutes, and he's making thirty nine percent of them. Oh jeez, I'm yeah, not prepared I, for that. Like I'm not. It's the Luca effect. That, man. That's the Luca effect. Luca's. I mean, good. Filled. Good for those guys. Good for them. Like you, I don't mind seeing guys go and succeed. And you want to know the Just worst not, part? Not when they're playing the Celtics. Take the you day want to know off. The worst part. Worst part is they're a good defensive team too. It's not bad for me, man. <laughs> if you're in the Western Conference and you're not the Lakers, go raise hell. I couldn't care less. How about them Lakers too? How? I know <laughs> who could have told I'm, you that uh, bro. It's not like, I know you said they would be bad, but like realistically speaking, I didn't could, say they'd did be you this even bad. Think, yeah. Like, this I, I, I wasn't bold you. enough. I didn't think they'd be any good. I didn't think they'd compete for a title. I, I feel like, it like this. I don't think I asked you for a record at the start of the season, but I feel like I did. You probably would have said probably like a couple games above 500, right? Like, you know, 43 and, what 39 or something like yeah that. like i thought they would have been really like painfully average <laughs> this is bad <laughs> this is really it's fantastic bad. this is truly fantastic i am sitting boot. here watching the lakers be bad and watching the knicks be bad and i truly could not be happier did you see that they got booed at good staples center or first of all why is that a story they lost to the pelicans by 30 like i'd hope no the no fans would boo them LeBron turned it over and they booed LeBron. <laughs> Good. He, so he quits on the team like nothing, dude. Like, well, when, when they're not, not good, it's far. everyone's he... fault except his. And well, when they are in, good, it's always his credit. In slight defense of LeBron, very slight, because you don't get much defense when you blow out a team like that. He played fine. <laughs> it's, he really just – he had like 36 very efficient shooting, 7 and 9 or whatever the typical LeBron stat line is. Westbrook is so, so terrible. Who, He's, who traded had, Westbrook? Who, who waved off the Buddy Heel trade and said, hey, get him instead? Uh, <laughs> that's such an No L. sympathy. No sympathy out of me. You could have had a dude that fits with you perfectly, that loves to shoot threes, who's efficient. That's all he needs to do is run See around what, um, catch and shoot. And he said, we'll take Westbrook. Thank you very that much. That was dumb. Do you see what uh, Colin Cowherd said the Lakers should trade LeBron for this morning? No. What did he say? He suggested, if I can remember off the top of my head, <clears throat> he said, ship him to Miami, get back Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and three firsts. And I thought to myself, why in the hell would Miami ever do that? Just... Well, why would Miami do that for two reasons? One, the longevity doesn't make any sense. But in all honesty, if you're bringing in LeBron, the pieces you're sending out are the pieces you would want to have around yes. him. Yes, that makes them worse. I think that would make Miami worse. Oh, I agree. <laughs> crazy, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Lakers are probably in the worst position out of any team in the league right now. And I don't think it's that's crazy to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, tough. Well, <laughs> that is what it is. 
I'm trying to think of anybody that I might think might be in worse position. Definitely not OKC or Houston. They have draft picks. The Knicks are in a tough spot. I will say that. Yeah, but at least they have RJ, right? At least you have RJ Barrett, right? Like, if we're talking potential yeah. saviors of the team, you're comparing RJ Barrett to what? Talon Horton Tucker? Like, that's loud. the Lakers, they just uh, waved DeAndre Jordan and oh, signed DJ Augustine. That is too funny. Do you want to know why that's funny, Sam? I don't know if you saw this. No, no. This clip last night. Hold up. Oh, (laughs) DeAndre. Yeah, no, no. I I know what you're talking about. He throws the ball. Passing the the ball out of bounds. Yeah. They said that's enough. They Uh, said, okay. Wow. I I wonder if he's going to find a spot on some team. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if he goes to like... Oh, gosh. I don't know. Because I was going to say the Bulls, but they just got Tristan Thompson. Which he's been fine for them, right? He's DeAndre fine. Jordan could have been an interesting, um, like fourth string big for the Celtics if they wanted to yeah. have him around for Rob Williams. I like Luke Cornett more than <laughs> DeAndre. Jordan. Oh, I'm not saying I'm like jumping over the moon for. It. I'm just thinking like, oh, like yeah. could have made like a little bit of sense if they really wanted that, but yeah. they don't have it the sucks. Stocks. They have it's it sucks. The Lakers didn't buy him out like two weeks earlier because we're talking about like the Bucks got Serge Ibaka. You know, the Bulls got Tristan Thompson. You know, he could have found a team, but now he probably won't end up going anywhere. I mean, the Warriors maybe pick him up off the scrap heap. That would be a Warriors move. Warriors are fire. They love (laughs) their big dudes that aren't any good. (laughs) Uh, Past that, Timberwolves maybe could use a backup big. I don't think he'd get many minutes. Um, The Nuggets already have Cousins. Cousins looks great for them. Shout out to Marcus Cousins. Shout out, Boogie. Maybe we'll go back to a big Dallas. day out of the Wolves tonight. They have Cleveland. <clears throat> they do. That they do. Cleveland without Darius Garland and Karis Vert. So that brightened your day a little bit. There you go. But uh, yeah. Where's I mean, Minnesota in the standings in the West? They're, They're three eighth? games above seventh. They're three games above 500, Ooh, one game ahead of the Clippers who are in eighth. Yeah, they're not bad. I mean, from Minnesota's perspective, they're on top of the world. So they're not yeah. a bad team this year. They're fun. It's their best but, uh, season they've had in a while. Good for them. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you know, seriously. I mean, shout out. Respect. Um, it's hilarious that the Clippers are better than the Lakers right now. I think that's it's fantastic. That's too funny. It's yeah, it's, it's great. Uh Lakers not also only... intend to sign for to forward Wenyan Gabriel to a two way contract. Gabriel's good. I mean, he's not gonna do much, but he's uh he's scrappy. He'll play some defense, which is something they need. Um, what was I going to say? Well, Celtics the best part about made a new the Clippers and the Lakers before we move on. Yes, yes, yes. is that the Clippers have two of their, their their two best guys on the shelf. Yes, three. I mean, three of their three best guys. Norm Powell's hurt too. Oh, Norm Powell's right. He hurt himself. Yeah, but the Lakers have all these dudes playing for him. Didn't pay well, millions, millions hurt, of dollars. So he got it. AD is hurt, which I mean, it definitely doesn't help. Well, but he's been like, bad. that's his thing. Is he gets hurt? <laughs> hey, at this point, it's Kawhi's thing too. Like, let's let's keep it a stack. Let's. Oh, that's true. <clears throat> um, in other news, Celtics signed the new player, Sam. Yes, uh, they poached him from Atlanta the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan. Uh, in all seriousness, Matt Ryan, uh, former college teammate of Aaron Smith. Uh, played him with him for one, maybe two years at Vanderbilt. Uh, after he transferred there, he played at three different colleges in his career, so he's a little bit older. He's 24 right now, uh, averaging 18.6 points in the G League, shooting around 38, 39% on I think nine attempts a night in the G League. So he's a shooter, six foot seven. Uh, I was talking in the Celtics blog Slack. Uh, 
someone mentioned he was more of a wing versus Sam Hauser is more of a stretch four. So another potential wing shooter. I mean, this is something I talked to you about a couple weeks ago, grab one of these younger guys who can shoot, maybe potentially space the floor for Tatum and Brown down the line. If you develop them, right. Give them some run with the main Celtics. You know what it is, what it is. Um, I, I don't think much of it. I don't know if you have any thoughts. I, I don't <laughs> I doubt you've watched much of his games, but <laughs> no, I mean, as like much as it kind of sucks, like it's good that they're bringing in these guys that are all like young. Yeah. They, you know, it's like, it's almost like extra draft picks that you could hit on. Like you could say, Oh, this guy fits really well with us. I mean, yeah. you got to start blowing some teams out so you can give him some run. I was kind of shocked. They didn't give either of the new signings they had signed earlier in the week. A, little bit of run against the nets they didn't so they did against the pacers they think it's very briefly. oh they did very, very, they look very okay briefly. anything interesting I, I, I turned it off at that point if i'm being yeah, honest with you <laughs> well at least they got um, some run i mean i i personally wow. would have loved them to bring in isaiah thomas just because that's that i love what i storyline but i was gonna say they brought in isaiah thomas's teammate instead of isaiah thomas. yeah they did very funny they did um what i was what i was gonna say i turned the ball off right after aaron neesmith airballed a three and oh, that's good and i was like that that's that for me that's fantastic like i i, I know oh, you, you're coming in cold you're coming in cold but airball like come on come on bro <laughs> come on aaron neesmith man uh, tough look tough tough look at least pritchard's been playing pretty good he, he's been solid these since the break pritchard looks really good um obviously I think you're gonna see the pistons game Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see him and Tice flexing as that ninth man in the rotation come playoff time, depending on the matchup, yeah. which is good. Horford not playing also definitely hurt the Celtics. We didn't talk about that. I mean, it is what it is. You give him rest. It's fine. Yeah, back I mean, back. You, you would hope they could take care of business without Horford, but yeah, <coughs> it's not an excuse. He brings yeah, to the table. Saying. He's obviously a good defender. I think it helps yep. bringing Grant off the bench rather than starting him. It's just it's, I agree. it's what he's been accustomed to and has succeeded in. And it almost feels like every time they start him, he doesn't play as well just because his role is yes. different. I will say, so. Grant only ended up taking one three, I believe. He didn't shoot ball much, but uh played good defense. I mean, some of the shots went in, but he was playing really good defense the other day. I had a clutch block. That is what it is. And in the grand scheme of things, nine and two in February, that's, that's a pretty damn good month, right? Eight like, and two. Eight and two? I thought it was nine. I saw nine. No? We we did the predictions, and mine was nine and one. We did it. Two. We did it after the start of it. Okay. Didn't we? All right. Well, nine and two is not bad. So not yeah, a bad. It, it's a good month. It is what it is. Sure. In the grand Love scheme of things, know, but, you know, yes. My thing is if you think about it from the perspective of, oh, what am I trying to say? If those losses were Philly and Denver, you know, we wouldn't be complaining, right? It just sucks that they were, you know, Detroit and Indiana. <laughs> I, I would rather have it be the way it is than. With I agree to those two teams. I was going to say this. Yes. Those, those wins you. are like validation wins. Like, all right, like yes. you can bang with yes. the big boys. If you're just beating up and, on like the, the bad teams, like, all right, cool. But show us something. Like I, I was hard on bad. that in January when I was like, be, you know, pass the exam and they started doing that. So it's good for them. Yes. I will say that 48 point win over the Sixers felt just immaculate. That, that, was, that was. Yeah, it was really problem. great. And I, I mean, I got nervous in the second quarter because Philly was kind of chipping away. But then after that, it never even got like within 15. Like that's how, that's mm-hmm. how foot, foot on the gas. They're they, up by they 60. To, like, more, right? I don't know if it was 60. It was 50. No. I'm pretty sure. 
No, they definitely didn't. It was 50 they got to, and then they only won by It was 48. very close. Hold up. What, when was this? Do you remember the date by any chance? Um, it was mid Was it before or after the Super Bowl? Uh, it was definitely after. after. Oh, gosh. I need to find it now. That was a piss. Harden had been traded. Seriously. It was after the deadline. I got it. I got it. Uh, it is, uh, Nets say coach Steve Nash will not coach tonight's game versus Toronto due to health and safety protocols. Jacques Vaughn will take over. Here's some news. Um, now, can Kyrie play in this so, Toronto game? I know they're strict with the vaccines up there. 50, 51, by the way. And no, Shams tweeted out. You were right. 51. Shams tweeted out while the mayor is lifting. Oh, I saw this. Mandate. The mayor's fire. He said, <laughs> hell no. And he also came out and said, Finish what you're saying, because I guess if you're listening, it, you don't know. It doesn't have to do with the mayor. The mayor said he wants Kyrie to play because he wants to win a championship. Yeah, but he the said private, I'm not going to make an exception just for him. Yeah. The private sector still won't allow him to play in home games, although he can attend the arena as a spectator, but he can't play in games still. So as that far doesn't as make know, any sense to me, but I'm all for it. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me either. It's like I'm, I'm if it was if it, it was if it was any other player, like I think you would agree with me, but it's kind of bullshit. Like it's kind of, it's kind of no, it's bullshit, but I'm all back. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. But, if he was um, on the Celtics yeah, so, and like he was getting this kind of thing, I'd be irate. But he's yeah, not. I agree. So yeah. I'm all for it. Celtics nine and two in February, and it's the end of the month, so you know what time it is, Sam. Is it March I, predictions? I, it is March predictions. I got all the games here. They've got 14 games this. in March. Uh, I'll read month? it. I'll. I'll read it through. Do you want to go one by one or do you want me to read it through and then we'll go? We'll go one by one. All right. So March 1st, uh, today, when you guys are listening to this, but as we're recording it, it gave us tomorrow. March 1st versus the Hawks at TD Garden. They should TD win. I, I agree. I will say this. I won't be shocked if they lose because Atlanta's played them really tough this year and the one game they beat them, John Collins didn't play. But I, the way they've played lately... The magnitude of the game, it being at home, I expect them to win. I agree. I agree. And for what it's worth, John Collins is doubtful for the game in Boston. Okay. So. Well, there you go. Now they really should win. And but. yeah, for those listening, Sam usually goes by should the Celtics win, and I usually go by will the Celtics win. I also think they will win tomorrow, but just a, a precursor to, <laughs> to how things work. Uh, March 3rd at TD against the Grizzlies. This is going to be a fun yeah. one. I hope. I hope it, it will be. I think they should win because they're at home and they've been playing well lately. But again, I won't be surprised if they lose. Memphis is a very good team. Jaws, very good player. Yeah. Desmond Bain, I'm sure, will have something for the Celtics as they traded him to dump Cantor's salary. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think they should win. I think they should be able to take care of business. It, it's another one of those kind of test games that they've been showing up for lately. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a loss. I think it'll be a hard-fought loss. But, you know, I mean, Grizzlies, are, they're, they're nasty. So they can't team. win them all, and I, I think it'll be a tough one. <clears throat> yep. I think uh, they March should be 6th, able to do it, but I won't be surprised. I agree. I agree. March 6th at home versus the Nets. Uh, Kyrie will probably play. Don't doubt um, Simmons or Durant will play, but you never know. No, Durant's going to play. Yeah. Oh, he will? Dur He's going to play. <clears throat> okay. Bruce what Brown said... They asked him like if Durant would play. They they were talking about Durant. Bottom of bottom line is, they said he's he's not going to play tomorrow. He's looking for Thursday to be the target date. 
and Bruce Brown said he doesn't even look hurt. So he's going to play Sunday. Okay. So what do you think of them? I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> I okay. think they'll drop that one, unfortunately. <clears throat> See, I think they'll win that one. I really? think it'll be a good. Wait, with Katie, have they beat the? Yeah, they have because they won the playoff game. With, uh, I think it'll be a good test game. And in my predictions, I have them coming off a loss to Memphis, and I don't. I don't think they'll drop two in a row here too many times down the stretch. So I don't. Uh, either, I think they'll I, bounce back at home. I hope so. I, I think. I, I hope I'm wrong. And, and I think that's the type of game that will say, okay, we could see this team in the playoffs. We've got to be ready. Let's let's step it up here. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, March 9th at the Hornets in Charlotte. They should take care of business. Hornets have been ice cold lately. I agree with you. Uh, 11th versus the Pistons, as we know, probably going to be a tough one regardless. But (laughs) figure it out. Figure it out. Pistons are not a good team. They might not be a horrible team like we thought. Right. But you need to take care of business. You are in a playoff race. You need to win (laughs) the winnable games. Especially Jack and I are split on a couple losses heading up. Very well could drop. They could lose three games in a row. Four, make it four in a row if you count the Pistons. They could lose all these games this week. Pacers, yeah. They, they could. Yeah, I mean, figure it out. If the Pistons yeah. are in your building, figure it out. <laughs> I have a win against the Pistons as well. 13th versus the Mavs. KG night. What are you thinking? They better win because I'll be there. <laughs> I spent good money to be there. I didn't really oh, spend the money the to see them. Bucks. Yes. You paid but the I I, oh, I think they need to take care of business. I think they should win. It is a momentous day. That being said, they yeah. shit their pants on Paul Pierce Day a couple years ago. Uh, <laughs> like you said, the Mavericks have been playing really good basketball, but I'll, I'll, I'll put Pierce the green day. glasses on. I'll say they'll win. Who'd they play on Paul's Pier- Paul Pierce Day? Cavs. And it was right oh, was after the Karis- trade deadline, and they blew him out. It was horrible. Uh, not great. Not great. Um, March 16th in Golden State. What did you what do you have for that? Uh, I said a win. I think they'll beat a the win. Mavs. I don't think they'll let I don't think they'll let Luca get them again. Man, uh sixteenth Luca. at Golden moving State. On the list, man. At Golden mm-hmm. State, they're not winning. <clears throat> you think it's a loss? Well, let's think about this rationally. I, I love my Warriors too. The LeBron stoppers over there. But yeah. the Warriors haven't been elite lately. I also think the Celtics typically play the Warriors very well. I, I still think they'll lose, but I think it's going to be – I think that game is going to be what you think the Memphis game is going to be. I think it's going to be a hard-fought loss. Okay. I think they'll I would the love Warriors. to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I think they'll beat the Warriors. I think they can go in there and win. Uh, it'll be tough. If they do, but... it'll be big. Yeah, I think they can take the game. Uh, 18th at Sacramento. Let's hear it, Sam. <laughs> they better win. They better beat that <laughs> bums a bonus. <laughs> yep, I agree with you there. 20th in Denver. In Denver. What are you thinking? They they should win. Okay. I think See, it's a I, tough game. I'm, I don't I'm think the schedule is any kind of joke. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I'm having that one as a loss. I think that's where their win streak will end. I think Jokic will get the better of them uh, in Denver. You're playing a mile high. That's tough. MPJ should be back. They'll they'll probably be on a roll by then. So um, I'm going to go with a tough loss there, which it is what it is. Uh, 21st at OKC. I'm just going to write it down right now. You, sh- you should win that game. <laughs> this is not a month like February. You have a lot of difficult games. You better win the ones that are easy. I agree with you. 
I agree with you. The, the longer uh, we go in these predictions, the worse I feel about Sunday's loss. Yeah, very tough. Sunday's loss was tough. It is what it is. 23rd versus Jazz. This TD. is at the Garden. At, they at they should TD. win. Utah has been playing <laughs> not as well lately. At least I mm-hmm. think so. Yep. And that's a, that yep. that is a game that should leave a bad taste in your mouth. That yeah. absolute ridiculousness of a game that you saw in Utah where they probably played close to a perfect game, Utah did. Yeah, <laughs> they played very well. Uh, I have that as a win as well. At TD against the Timberwolves. You should win that. Take care of it. Yep. Should win. <clears throat> I agree. I think that's the trap game of the month, though. I think that's, you that's do? a trap game. I think that's a trap one. Because they're not a bad team, but they present as a bad team. If I had to pick a trap game, I'm saying it's Sacramento. That's fair. That's fair. I, I think the T-Wolves is probably the trap game um, to watch out for. Uh, that or the Thunder, just because the Thunder are not a good team, but they play really hard. And they, they're the second-best defense this year uh, in really? 2022. So oh, okay. behind the Celtics, yeah. they're the second-best in 2022, this calendar year, yes. Um, I 28th, like put too much weight into these stats. <laughs> 28th at Toronto. All right. I'm going to say it. They should win. Yeah. They should win. They should okay. be able to beat the Raptors. I think that arena's going to be empty. I don't know if they've changed that yet. I don't know if they have yet. I don't know if they will. But they just like Drake. <laughs> it has been. You can sit with Ujerry uh, there. Is that? Oh, is that what happens? That's so funny. I love it. Yeah, you just sitting with the GM. I'd love to see it. Chatting it up. Beast. Uh, last they, game. Of they the should month. be able to win that one. They. They. Sh- that's a I game agree. they should get up for. I agree. That's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm saying. Um, last game of the month. At TD against the Heat. Mm. See, this is another game. Yeah. I think I'm going to say they should win this one too. I think it, it is a letdown spot if they beat Toronto, right? But this is another one they should get up for. Okay, I have uh, I have a loss in that game because you can't win them all. Heat are tough. Uh, they split the season series at that point, right? No, would they win the season series or split it? Celtics win the season series regardless. Okay, yeah, I think games. that'll be a loss. I think that'll be a loss. I think it'll be a tough loss, but it, it very well could be also. a loss. But I, I think they should be able to win. I, I just think I think they're at home. You should be able to do it. They should be. They should be. Unless you're playing KD. I, I think I immediately one. said they would lose. To <laughs> yeah. All right. So Sam, you haven't gone twelve and two. I haven't gone eleven and three. High praise. Jeez. Oh uh, wow. <laughs> we we both have them like big, but we have we have a but like combined like we have like a bunch of different games. We said they could lose. Yeah, if they lose every single game, either one of us projected to be a loss that wasn't unanimous, they'll end up going nine and five, which still isn't yeah. bad, but it's obviously not ideal. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, <clears throat> but out of all of these games, games that they could lose, I mean, we'll go through or could in the sense that they're playing a real team. Hawks could very well be a loss. They play the Celtics well. Grizzlies, Nets, uh, Hornets and Pistons, they should be able to take care of business. Mavs, Warriors, Kings, they should take care of business. Nuggets, Jazz, Raptors, Heat. It's a very hard month. This is probably their second hardest month of the schedule behind December, which was brutal. So this, this is a huge test month, like you are saying earlier, for the Celtics. So I'm excited. I mean, it'll it'll be very good basketball, or it should be at the very least. So it'll, it'll be fun yeah. from that perspective. As much as I love the blowouts, you also like to see the close ones and see how the Celtics battle it out. like to see them so, win uh, some close ones, we'll for see. sure. Exactly. And I'm exactly. I'm with you on the and, test month. Like leading up to the playoffs, this is huge. You 
we we are all I th- I think we're all aboard the train now. I I certainly am. I think they can do it. I think they Some can be people competitive. Are. Most people. I don't know. Are you? I, are you I am. I think they can be really good. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm looking at my. So Twitter all of us at Bannertown here. We are on the train. Yes. Don't don't derail the damn train, please. This is a lot of fun, <laughs> and we're gonna see if our tickets are valid. That's what we're gonna Hopefully. see. We're plenty of competition. Show up, and I think they've mastered that. Except for yesterday. They have mastered showing up. <laughs> they they have played pretty well. Even the Pistons game, it's not like I wouldn't say those the loss and then the close one were because the Celtics didn't show up. I think the Pistons overperformed in both games. Yeah, Celtics weren't They're, fully there, but it wasn't it wasn't the bad. It worst. The they second one they found a way, which was impressive. Anytime they have a game where they find a way to win is always enjoyable for me. And Peyton Pritchard was that way. Shout out PP Beast. He's been fantastic. Absolutely. Really. I can't wait to see him get more. Yes, sir. Hopefully, hopefully. But uh, yeah, that's all I had. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to bring up briefly, but. No, I think I'm okay. I'm hungry, man. We got food downstairs, so. There you go. There you go. We'll get out of here then. Uh, Shout out Markel Fultz. He's back in the court today. Is he? But Markel Fultz is playing for the Magic today. Good for Markel Fultz. Former. Uh, Is he technically a former Celtic? Because that was their pick or no? (laughs) Ah, uh, nah, I don't think so. Not, not really. Maybe we can root for him, with though. Danny Ainge. Yes, yes, he did. Shout, you know, we can root for Mark Alfalts though. The one, yeah, no reason not to. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, as Sam will tell you, you can follow us on all the socials. But I'll let him take over from here. Yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening or watching. Uh, we always enjoy doing the shows for you. Uh, you know, fun day to do it today. Obviously, had a fun month of basketball to talk about. Uh, if you enjoy, you can subscribe to us on YouTube at Bannertown or at Guy Boss or both. And if you do Guy Boss and you'll see us on the pregames, an assortment of uh, Jack, myself, Tim and KJ, always a fun bunch. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. You can follow Jack at Jack's One NBA. Check out his Celtics blog stuff. He's always on there, very active. Uh, if you're upset in an article, there's a very good chance he wrote it. You can follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA, and you can follow me at San Francisco. Come on, Tackle. 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 Tackle's having some fun here. And he is bogus. These guys are ridiculous.